Two weeks ago, we had discussed in regards to the Islam of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala that how Umar radiallahu ta'ala had accepted Islam, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had attracted and pulled Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and how much of dua Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa had made for Umar radiallahu ta'ala that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala honors Islam, Allah ta'ala gives izzat to Islam through Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And the moment Umar radiallahu ta'ala accepted Islam, we also discussed that how much of hatred he had for Nabi alayhi salam, Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab, Utba, Shayba, etc. And amongst the young people it was Umar radiallahu ta'ala. But the moment he accepted Islam, how much of love now he had for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? That even if a suspicious person was around Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Umar radiallahu ta'ala could not tolerate it. On one occasion when Nazar Jibreel alayhi salatu wasallam had come down, and Jibreel Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked Jibreel alayhi salatu wasallam, what is the position of Umar amongst the inhabitants of the heavens? Do they know Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala? So Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam said that if you have to speak of the virtues and the fazail of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, referring to the malaika, that if the malaika to speak of the virtues and fazail of Umar radiallahu ta'ala for 1000 years, then also it won't be enough. And then as Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam said that Umar radiallahu ta'ala is only one virtue, he is one good deed from amongst the good deeds of Abu, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala. So we can imagine what was the position of Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala. But nevertheless, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, we all know that he was very harsh, he was a firm person. But when he became the Khalifa, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala became a very very soft person. His slave, his khadim, Aslam, his name was Hazrat Aslam. So he mentioned in regard to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, that after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the most generous person was Sayyidina Umar He would go out of his way to fulfill the needs of people. That whoever required assistance, especially when he became the Khalifa, he would go out of his way to fulfill the needs of people. As Muhammad Yusuf used to say, that Allah has given us two eyes. So he says, why two eyes? He says, one eye to see to your own needs. And one eye Allah has given us to see to the needs of other people. And for that there is great virtue that where a person he goes out of his way to fulfill the needs of other people. There are those businessmen, Allah Ta'ala reward them, that they have performed one hajj. And after performing one hajj, he said that there's so many people that haven't performed hajj. So every year they select, they choose one person. And that particular person, they'll send him for hajj. That we have finished our duty, now send somebody else. So they will take care of people in that way. There are those business people, Allah Ta'ala reward them. Allah Ta'ala has given him that, that, that wealth. So certain people worked for him for so many years. So time came where they bought them a house. They said that you know, your whole life you were renting. So we will buy you a house and they gave them a house. Currently we know what is the condition of the roads in our country, in the free state, in many places in KZN also. One place I was in a free state some months back. So when I went to the house, I said, you should rather pay your rates and taxes. Look at the condition of the roads over here. So then he turns around and he tells me, he said that they caught the mayor with three million rand in the boots. 
So I said, what happened? Did they lock the mayor up? They said, no, he got a higher position thereafter. So that is the position in our country. So, gee, so, so nevertheless, so there's one person somewhere in the KZN area. So I met him. So he was explaining to me, he says that in my area, Allah has given him a lot of wealth. So he said, in my area, all the roads, he said, I fix the road up, all the potholes. So in that area, there are white people that are living. Predominantly, there are white people. So one person came to him, he said, that, tell me, what makes you fix all the roads? That you are one of the residents that are just using the road? Why is it that you fix all the roads? So he said that if somebody's car has to get damaged, nuksan, some harm is going to come to that person. And my Rasulullah sallallahu taught me that I should not let any harm come to another, to any other human being. So that is why I fix the road. Like Mullah Hussain Ahmad Madni rahmatullahi when he was once on the train. So while they were traveling on the train, one Hindu person was sitting next to us at Madni rahmatullahi. So he got up, he went to the toilet, and then he came back. And then he told Mullah Madni rahmatullahi, he says that the rail system in India is such way that a person can't even relieve himself. So after a little while, Mullah Madni rahmatullahi got up. And then he went and he came back. So he told him, but the toilet is clean. So he said, I just came back from the toilet. So he said, no, go and see, the toilet is clean. So when he went, really, the toilet was clean. He fulfilled his need and he came back. So then he asked the Badni Rahmatullah, did you clean the toilet? So he said, but why do you want to know who cleaned the toilet? You had a need, your need has been fulfilled. So when he insisted, then as the Badni Rahmatullah said, yes, I cleaned the toilet. Why did you clean the toilet? So he said, this is the teachings of my Nabi Sallallahu You had a need. I remove, I fulfill that need of yours. That it became easy for you to relieve yourself. So he says, if that's the teaching of Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi make me recite Kalimah. So this was as in Umar radiallahu ta'ala also. It is mentioned in Umar radiallahu ta'ala when he became the Nabi, when he became the Khalifa of his time. He used to go to the home of one elderly woman. So Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala notices as Umar radiallahu ta'ala is going there. At night he is going there and he's coming out. So obviously we shouldn't do such thing. If we do something, we should do it under the guidance of some sheikh, some person that can guide us along. So nevertheless, he was the Khalifa of the time. His taqwa was of a very high level. So Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala, next day he went to that home. And when he goes there, he finds that there's a lady that is blind and she's paralyzed, elderly woman. So he asked that, that man that is coming here, why does he come over here? So she explained, she said that for some time now, he's been coming here and he's been taking care of all my needs. And together with that, he cleans my house and then he leaves from here. So then Hazrat Talha radiallahu ta'ala would regret, he addresses himself. He says, you are coming to find out about, about Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Whereas the matter is contrary to that. You cannot even come close to the position of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala what position Allah ta'ala has given him. On another occasion, a widow, she comes with an orphan to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And she says that I have a need, there's no food. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he goes to his home. And he takes out a bag of grain. And he takes out clothing and a lot of other goods. He puts it onto the camel. And Umar radiallahu ta'ala himself, he pulls the rein of the camel and he walks. And he goes and delivers it at the house. So those sahaba that were there, they said that, why did you have to give us so much? She had a need, you could have just fulfilled the need, there was no need to give us so much. So he said, this woman, her father, had participated in Hudaybiyah. And when we had made siege to the various ports, when they conquered certain ports, so he said, the father and her brother, they were part and parcel of this. So today I fulfill her need as well. So this is how Umar used to go out of his way. One day Umar used to make gush at night, he used to go around at night also. So one day he was making gush in the jungles. Whilst he was making gush in the jungles, as Umar sees in the distance there is a light that is burning. So he goes in that particular direction and uh, he finds that there is a musafir. He was traveling and his wife went into labor. So he pitched up a tent and the wife was inside the tent. So Umar said, wait, I'm coming now. So he went home. 
And he told his wife, he said that you are sitting in comfort, whereas your Muslim sister is in so much of difficulty. So this was Kulsum radiallahu ta'ala. She was a daughter of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. This was one of the wives of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So nevertheless she comes immediately. She had so much of taqwa and fear of Allah ta'ala. Immediately she complied and she came with Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Then Umar radiallahu ta'ala told her husband, you come out of the tent and let her go in. So now she goes in and the child is born. So when the child was born, Hazrat Kulsum radiallahu ta'ala, she becomes so happy. She said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, Bashir sahibaka bi ghulam. O Amir al-Mu'mineen, give glad tidings to your companion of a boy that his wife has given birth to a boy. Now up to this point, he didn't know this was Amir al-Mu'mineen. So immediately he panicked. That this is Amir al-Mu'mineen, I'm taking khidmat from him. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala console him. He said, there's no need for you to worry. He said, tomorrow morning you come to me and I will fix what we say, child grant. In today's time they have the child grant. So the child grant was initiated by Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. The West have taken it from the system of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. He had initiated the child grant. So he said that come tomorrow morning, I'll fix the child grant. On another occasion, Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he was making his gush. And this was during the day. So at a certain home, a child was crying. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala went there. He told the woman, he says that, Fear Allah ta'ala. That why are you making the child cry? So she didn't say anything. After a little while, again the child is crying. Umar went there for the second time. At the third time at night, the child was crying. So Umar now went at night. And now this time he was firm, he was very stern with her. That why are you making the child cry? So then she said, O servant of Allah, she doesn't know this is Umar. She said, O servant of Allah, now you also have made me restless. The child has made me restless, and now you also have made me restless. Then she explains to Umar she says that what can I do? I'm trying to wean off this child. But the child does not want to be weaned. And Hazrat Umar has made such a law that you will give the child grant only to a child that has been weaned off his mother's birth. Because as long as the child is breastfeeding, there's no need for the grant. The child is now breastfeeding on the mother. So when the child is weaned off, then only we will give the, the, the child grant. So Umar immediately goes home. He reads two rakats of namaz, starts crying to Allah Ta'ala. That Ya Allah, how many children have gone through difficulty and how many children have gone hungry because of Umar radiallahu ta'ala. That I said that the child will only be deserving and will only get a grant and qualify for a grant when the child is weaned off. From today, the moment a child is born, we will give a child grant to every child. So as Umar radiallahu ta'ala, this is how concerned he was. On one particular occasion, we'll just take one or two more incidents. As Umar radiallahu ta'ala, one occasion it was drought in Medina from Manawara. That was referred to as Amur Rimada. So at this time when there was drought, Hazrat Umar radiallahu at night he used to cry to Allah Ta'ala, that Allah don't destroy us, don't destroy the Muslims, Ya Allah, don't destroy the people of Allah. And in the day Hazrat Umar radiallahu used to go to every home and he used to ask them that what is their condition, is their needs being fulfilled? The slave of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala aslam, he says that if this drought had not come to an end, we were certain that Hazrat Umar would have lost his life because he was so concerned. So at the time when this drought was continuing, some people who Allah Ta'ala had blessed them at that time, they would send meat as hadiyah for Umar Umar said, how is it possible for me to eat the meat when all the people are suffering and going through drought at this time? People don't have food in their home and I am eating meat. On one occasion, his son, probably Abdullah bin Umar So Abdullah bin Umar he had a fruit in his hand. Now this was at the time of drought. Umar took the fruit away from him. He said, how can you be eating fruit when people don't have basic food in their house? You are busy eating fruit. He didn't let his son eat the fruit also. So this is the, this is the compassion he had 
for fellow human beings. He would go out of his way to fulfill the needs of people. A man that would keep up to his word. It is mentioned on one particular occasion. There was one kafir. He caused a lot of harm. Urmuzan. Urmuzan was his name, if I'm not mistaken. So he caused a lot of harm to a lot of Muslims. And finally they got hold of this kafir. So when they got hold of him, as Umar told him, accept Islam. He presented Islam to him. So the kafir said that, I don't want to accept Islam. So Umar then passed the verdict. He said that this kafir must be killed. You must kill him. So the kafir said, okay, no problem, you're going to kill me. But before you kill me, allow me to drink at least one glass of water. So one glass of water was brought. And they gave the glass of water to him. So he refused to drink the water. So Umar asked him, why are you not drinking the water? He says that I fear that whilst I'm drinking the water, the executioner, he will, he will kill me. He will behead me. So Umar said, I give you guarantee that nobody will touch you until and unless you have drunk the water. So he took the water and he threw it on the floor. And he said, what did you say? That nobody will touch me if I haven't drunk the water. So I haven't drunk the water, you need to fulfill your pledge, your promise. So Zumar said, you're free. You're free to go. You may go. So this person, he walked a little bit and then he came back to Umar He said, now make me recite Kalima. So Umar made him a Muslim. He knew that when Umar gave his word, Umar will fulfill that pledge and that promise of his. So he said, now make me recite Kalima. And then he explained to Umar that at the first instance, when you presented Islam to me, and I, accept, and if I would have accepted Islam, then people would have said, because of fear I have accepted Islam. But now there is no fear whatsoever, I was free. Therefore willingly now I have accepted Islam. So there are great, many, many lessons to take from the life of Umar radiallahu Inshallah, if Allah ta'ala gives us to we will continue next week, Inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs>
कोई मुझसे पूछे मैं क्या मांगता हूँ मैं अपने खुदा से खुदा मांगता हूँ हो जाए मेरा मैं हो जाऊँ उसका यही रासिम में दुआ मांगता हो अता कर दे वो मुझको अपनी मोहब्बत मैं उसके सिवा कुछ और नहीं मांगता हो है नाराजगी जिसकी दो से बढ़कर उसी दर्द के बस रिदा मांगता हो असल मुझे दुनिया की ख्वाहिश नहीं मैं बख्शिश बरोजे जजा मांगता हूँ محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم अल्लाह अल्लाह कैसा प्यारा नाम है आशिकों का मीना और जम है अल्लाह जल जल दाल शनो अल्लाह शक्करनी शवद जानम तमाम अपने मिलने का कोई शा तू बता दे मुझको रोपे जा موسیقی جزا الله عنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بمعه وأهله سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله